Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. some super cool weird home gossip coming on the show <laughs> it's all the way from austin on today's big blend radio garden gossip show we have david and shelly neff they're the founders of the weird homes tour joining us they're the recent finalists for the we work creator creator awards we like that mm. and uh, they're joining us to talk about not only their tours but their awesome new book it's called weird homes the people and places that keep austin strangely wonderful I would like to see one of these books for every city and town across America and around the world, quite frankly. I see this as like a whole new series. And, uh, I you can know. name some places. I know. Like 29 Palms. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh. Bev Doodle's house with all the feathers on the yes. outside. Yeah, it, that were carved in on the yes. walls. Very cool stuff. It is a beautiful coffee table book, but honestly, as soon as I got it in my hands, I sat down with a glass of wine. And then I had another one, and then it was three in the morning, and it's one of it, I read the entire thing, and I tripped out because it's creative, it's so colorful and cool, and not only does it show uh, everyone's creativity in the city, I mean, it's it's amazing the stories, and it's the stories of the people, like. Hey, why did they decide to not do the homeowner association, you know, little manicured lawns? They said screw that, and I love it. So check it out. Go to their website, weirdhomestour.com, and also Weird Homes, their book, is available on Amazon, and it's published through Skyhorse Publishing as well, so go check it out. But let's welcome David. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Well, we're happy. We're excited because you and Shelly are on the show. Shelly, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having us. We're excited about this. We love anything that's weird. And I think I, I got excited just the title, Weird Homes. I was like, oh, we have to have them on the show just because they're covering weird homes. <laughs> and Nancy and I have this thing about, like, at the end of the day, we can't just be little, little boxes on the hillside and manicured lawns. And everybody has the same color house. And we're not allowed to do this and not allowed to do that. So I think that this book represents this. Um, character before they all go away that I felt like reading this and looking at the homes and hearing everyone's story or reading everyone's stories an urgency about this Shelley do you think Mm. there is like an urgency of keeping our places like how we want to you know creatively yeah yeah I mean and, and that's one of the main reasons we did this book is because we saw that some of these homes were going away and we have, you know, 19 Austin homes featured in this book and three of them are already gone. So we Mm. definitely wanted to create something that preserved these homes, you know, in a timeless manner. And uh, that was just, and David actually came up with the idea for the book. And I thought this is brilliant because this gives those homes a place and a place to live forever. Hmm. I I know the Flamingo Ranch because you even talked about that in the book, and I love, <laughs> love the Flamingo mm-hmm, Ranch. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is one of the coolest. And we lived in Florida right? for a while, and there's flamingos there. And then all of a sudden, you're like, yeah, this is important. And I was like, 
damn it, now I have to like trade my wine in for tequila. I'm pissed. <laughs> there's, there's that man in, in Tuolumne who has his whole lawn is pink flamingos, remember? Yeah, and then we weren't allowed to photograph it. Yeah. I was like, what? But come, like, on. come on. Come on. But <laughs> David, tell us a little bit about this because it's interesting that you started this with a, you know, we're doing tours, and a percentage of the tours you're giving to nonprofits that help people get affordable housing. And affordable housing is becoming a huge issue across America. I know we've done a lot of issues just on homeless issues. You know, the, I remember doing a show on homelessness in America, and the average age at that time, when we were talking about maybe four or five years ago, yeah. was mm-hmm. nine years old. And so I love that this is all like this giving back, keeping creativity alive, and uh, getting people out and thinking about, you know, not just themselves, but also thinking about themselves, that they can be themselves instead of the little blocks on the hillside. So, David, where did all of this start? Yeah, I'll let, um, I'll, I'll let Shelly tell you the um, uh, origin story, since she's kind of our, our founder, and it's a good story, but you know, what we've done is just what you said. When we started this business, um, we were really just interested in creating something that gives back. Is it a B Corp? Is it a nonprofit? Is it an LLC? That's all really irrelevant nowadays. And instead, how do you build a good company that hires really smart people and does good things uh, with the world, right? Uh, and not just, hey, we recycle in our cafeteria, but how do we take a percentage of the money we earn and invest it back in the local affordable housing scene. Just like you said, there's this huge problem with affordable housing all across Mm -hmm. America. And especially in the cities that we're in, it's very acute. And, you know, we don't consider it a donation. We consider it an investment. We know that when we put that $5, you know, in that there's $15 that comes out that's helping people find homes where they need to find homes. And if we can build a really successful business over time, not only exposing people to amazing art, showing them, um, to your point earlier, that all their walls don't have to have shiplap and farm sinks. Um, Mm. They can put purple on the wall. They can hang that crazy piece of art. And we can give back and support affordable housing. Then, you know, that's an awesome business, and, and we can't wait to just grow that and grow that. I love that you say you're investing and it's not just a donation where, here, I did Mm -hmm. this, I write a check, and there it is. Because I think there's something about just doing that where it's like, okay, I did my good deed and now I can turn a blind eye kind of thing. And the investment in is that you're part of that community because it's going to come back to you. I mean, uh, just if you think of it, you know, big picture in one community, I know Austin is big and spread out. You know, you've got to look at Shelly with you at Urban Betty, your salon. Eventually, someone's going to come back into your salon and give you your, you know, your money back in some way. <laughs> you know, it's going to Correct. Back. Yes, so true. Yes, so true. Yeah. It, it really is true. If you look big, big picture, if, if more than half the people in the, the states are, are poor, then the rich people are going to get poor. They're not going to get richer anymore. They're going to get poor mm-hmm. because who's going to buy the product? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. so we're on a spiral right now where uh, I think they're getting to a, uh, they're coming to a head where I think the richer side's going, hey, wait a minute, how come profits are dropping? Because we've created a huge, a huge sector of the population who can't afford housing, and that means they can't afford very much. 
other than food, not mm. even shelter. Think about it, you know, the things that you need in life. So it is worthwhile to lend a helping hand and, and house people and get mm. them back so they can they can do things, so they can be like they can spend money that the rich people want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's a crude way of saying it, but it's true. I'm trying to get it down to, like, hello. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It is. Where did it start, Shelley? Well, uh, David and I were walking around our old neighborhood in Austin, and we saw this house that looked like the Alamo. And uh, <laughs> cool. I was like, what in the world is this? I want to see what the inside of this looks like so bad. And I told him, you know, we should go home and, and search on the Internet and see if there's anything out there, like a, a weird home tour for Austin. We, you know, love home tours. We've been on the Chicken Coop Tour of Austin. I mean, Austin has all these crazy tours, modern home tour, you know, <laughs> you name it. And cool. so the idea bloomed from pure nosiness, just me wanting to be voyeuristic <laughs> and see how people live that have these homes. And David went uh, back home, researched, and, and looked, and he's like, I can't find anything. Can you believe it? And I was like, no, I can't believe it. And he came back about a week later and was like, I think we should do it. And I said, wait, you know we both have full-time other jobs, right? He was like, I don't yeah. care. I think it's a great idea. So we actually, and it's crazy, we launched it the same year we bought our first home and got married. So I tell people, if we can make it through, all of us are going to make oh it my. <laughs> is your home weird? Yeah. That's a great question. It's, it's, I tell people I think it's slowly becoming weird. Every cool. year we're, we're majorly <laughs> into Halloween. When you referenced that earlier, I was, oh, I was yeah. dying. So we have a, half of our garage is full of, like, Halloween treasures. And we cool. every year when we put, put our decorations back, I feel like I leave about 10% of them still out. <laughs> cool. So awesome. I, I tell people in about 10 to 20 years, yeah, we'll probably be headlining on this floor. <laughs> I, I love that because, like, especially if you have anything to do with cobwebs, you can put it out and I say, know. yeah, it's my Halloween decorations, but I it could know. be real. You know, it doesn't matter. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, that's, I love it. That's the thing. Going through the book, half, half of these houses, I want to say, like, who cleans them? I mean, there's I know, the dust factor. Oh, so many of these people have, like, collections of things from traveling or, like, they're obsessed with, you know, twin heads or, I don't know, like skeletons and all kinds of, I mean, there's some crazy stuff in there. But, like, who cleans it all? <laughs> like, just I, asked, I asked one of our homeowners one time, and she said, I just do it. It's a labor of love. It's worth it to me. It's not a big deal. I just get in my Zen mode, and I dust all my stuff. And I was like, wow, that, yeah. that truly is a labor of love. Yeah. So, okay, how do you approach the homeowners? Because it's so interesting, your story about how this started. Because, okay, so a little tidy backstory of Nancy and I, we traveled the country for three years going to national parks. Our thing is to go to national parks, not just the the 60 that we now have. Um, we have 417 national park units within our, our country. And you guys are on a trail that we're going to actually be passing through this year um, at the El Camino uh, I can't. I can't even say it. It's El Camino Teos de Teos yeah. Trail. Mm-hmm. It goes from Mexico up through San Antonio, through Austin to Natchitoches, Louisiana. But anyway, 
we went on a, on the road for three years. We said, that's it, screw it. We gave pretty much 98% of our home away to a nonprofit here in Tucson that helps people transition from living on the street to having an apartment. And how they get your stuff is they're getting their apartment and they get to just call dibs on it and it helps them move forward. And they came and the people getting the homes actually come to your house and take your stuff. Which it's was, very emotional. It's an incredibly wow. emotional thing. It, like, wow. it was it, it was like and whoa. it was emotional anyway because it was emotional going, You're you're just giving everything away. We had like a tiny, tiny storage but unit then just you for start running around the house looking for something else to get. I know. And and like, it was like you knew <laughs> that this had this journey going on. So we went on the road, we came back home because quite frankly we need decent internet and things that you think you're going to be okay on you're not but anyway we came back now and we're, we live very very tiny house style and it's very interesting because we were in yuma arizona we were stationed there for quite a bit as like a head base at, at a time and this historic downtown that they had where all these people were moving in and i'm talking a mixed community of age group of race of everything and it was so cool to see Yuma change this way. And this one area, people were refurbishing these really, really old homes. And Nancy and I started walking the neighborhood every mm. morning. And there in the window was the big boy, the Bob's, top, Bob's big, boy. big boy. And we're like, there's this big boy in the window. And I kept wanting to take a photo, but I didn't want to put it up on Instagram like, hey, there's a big boy in the window, you know. <laughs> and then the one time we were walking through, the owner walked by and said hi. And we're like, dude, why didn't we say, like, we Can want we to see your in? big boy. No, that sounds bad. The, this is like <laughs> the, the old drive-in food place Bob's Big Boy yeah. kind mm-hmm. of thing and this mm-hmm. thing took the whole window there's no way they got it through the door Mm-mm. and when you walk past their house you look in the living room window yeah, that's and a that's big boy. <laughs> the whole room and you can you can see membership fees apply after free trial cancel anytime can I be real for a second that goal you have to exercise and eat better you really can do it but nobody is going to do it for you And nobody has to, because you can do it, if you have the right tools, and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. One night, one goal. Stop suicide. On June 3rd, Washington, D.C. will host the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention's Out of the Darkness Overnight Walk. Join thousands as we journey over 16 miles from dusk till dawn for a night of hope and healing while raising funds and awareness for this important cause. Register today at theovernight.org or call 888-THE-OVERNIGHT. That's 888-843-6837. Part of his face and down to his shoes, but you can't see the whole thing because it's that big and it's inside the house. And we're like, we just want to like knock on the door and say, can we come in and see your big boy? I know. (laughs) And we never did. We're still pissed at ourselves to this day. So like, who did the first phone call to someone's home and says, we want to see your weird home and it's weird. Yeah. Um, You know, I was thinking about that, Shelly, the other day and, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I remember us going to James Talbot's house, Casa Neverlandia, mm-hmm. which graces the cover of the coffee mm-hmm. table book. Oh, and I love it. just knocking on it, nobody answered. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, taking a note that we had kind of prepared and, and putting it through a mail slot and then thinking, wow, I should go home and just print a bunch of these and ask people give us addresses, we'll mail them letters. And, oh. you know, uh, these people are not millennials, but they sure acted like millennials. Nobody returned my uh, letter. <laughs> Nobody's even checking their mail probably, right? They don't even remember they have a, a mailbox in front of their house. And so it just took, uh, you know, I, I majored in journalism when I was in college. So I've always had that kind of go up and talk to people <laughs> yeah. uh, quality. And it just mm. took so much knocking on doors. And then finally, wow. I was on a, a a trip with my real job, and I remember finally getting a phone number and getting James on the phone and sitting there in a hotel room in Dallas five years ago um, and talking to James on the phone for an hour about his background, his travels all over the world, how he used to design mm. children's playscapes, and mm. he was like a playground designer and how he oh, works wow. like that kind of um, innocence and craziness of playing outside when you're at recess into his house and into his art and just kind of really having to sell him on this idea of, yes, I want to open up your house and have strangers come in it and look at it. Mm. And he had been on HGTV. He had been on like a house flipping show and an art show. And so he had plenty of experience and just getting him to say yes. And just kind of, mm. you know, it's like if you ever sold something to anyone and the first time mm. you actually get a yes, you're kind of floored by it. Um, mm. But uh, I don't know if he was the first person that we walked up and knocked on the door, but he was the first person that we got that then other people were like, oh, you got a, her, you got a hold of James Talbot at Casa Neverlandia? Mm. Okay, I'll, I'll return your phone call now. I'll return your email. Oh, um, there's like and, a network. It is like that. Yeah. You got, you exactly. got the network. The, the big boy, the big boy guy knows the Halloween house. Who knows the house mm. that has all the taxidermy? That knows the people that own the oddity shop. Um, oh, and they all talk. They all are in the same art shows. They know the people in Portland. Who know the people in New Orleans? Who oh. know the people in New York? Wow! Yeah. And it's just wow. this amazing detective show of Shelley, myself, Kevin, who's our managing director, going around. And, like, finding these people and getting tips from the general public. And then once you get in, it's who do they know, who knows, who knows. It's definitely kind of seven degrees of, of Kevin Bacon. It's, it's, I love it's, it. it's so badass. And it's so, but the, the reality is it. it's the story behind the people. I mean, on the, behind right. the house. It's the people. It's like, where did you it get is. this stuff? Why did you put this mosaic on your wall? Um, there's a lady who does the certified wildlife habitat, and yeah. I want to give her a shout-out because we cover that on our show almost every month on certified wildlife habitat. I'm like, yay, because <laughs> it's so cool. Awesome. Um, you know, to me, there's there's these things that people can take away and go, you know, the one lady you have in there that um, basically – like I'm looking at my car now going, now if we did the tour in this RAV4, we call her Mulva. Yes, it's from Seinfeld. Um, her full name is Mulva <laughs> Cleopatra Doppelganger. That's good anyway. Sometimes we can't find her. I know. But if I like decked her out like the one lady who 
did all these, you know, attached everything to the car. Like, I'm mm. like, that would be a cool statement. <laughs> Who cares about putting a skin mm-hmm. on my pillow? It's Big Blend Radio. Who cares? <laughs> Let's do, like, weird stuff. But she went from her house and then got weird in her apartment. And I think that is an interesting thing because I have a friend. who She lived in an apartment, and she's like, I don't care. I'm painting the walls. I'll just take it all down mm-hmm. when I'm done and yeah. know that I'm financially going to have to clean this. But you walked in her apartment. I'm like, you can't do this in an apartment. She's like, oh, hell yes. Look, I don't care. Look what I've done. And she did weird glow lights on her ceiling. She had different wall colors. She, I mean, remember Mary yes. uh, in, in San Diego. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she got away with it everywhere she went. And that lady in your book did that. And I was like, that's inspiration for apartment but, owners across the country, mm-hmm, but not necessarily mm-hmm. the management. Well, management hates that, but, you know, too bad. <laughs> uh, this thing about everybody should be the same and, you know, tract home when you walk through neighborhoods and it's so boring and annoying, mm-hmm. you know. And I, I mean, that's why people travel to different countries and want to see something new and different. And I don't understand why in this country we have this, oh, we must all look like this. Mm. Yeah, I don't right. get it. So true. Yeah, and it's boring. For you, have, you know. you, have you become friends with the homeowners? Oh, yes. We become very close personal friends with them because <laughs> this is, you really have got to let them trust you, so you've got to go in and talk to them. And one of our you know, homeowners is intuitive, and I've had a session with her, and David and I have had a session with her, and she invited me to come have tea with cool. her. Like, we love her. My dad was is we have people that come and help us with the tour. My dad was like her bathroom tour guide and he fell in love with her. And like, she knows my family now. You it's can just, be a bathroom tour guide. Thing. Listen, yes. everybody has <laughs> opportunities to volunteer. Go to their you, website, yes. weirdhometour.com. Yes. You too you can, can be, be a in the bathroom. Tour guide. <laughs> you can do that. Right. Does anybody have a bar? In her bathroom. Oh, I, yeah, yeah, I vote so. for that. I'll be the bar guide. I want to be the guide with the guy okay. who has the house. The, I mean, and they were architects, right? Wasn't it, like they they were really into this. The the house with the the fireplace with the big mouth. Oh, oh yeah, that. I want that. Yeah, the the Green Man fireplace, which is kind of inspired by these Nordic legends and yeah. um, a, a lot of folklore and folk tales. Uh, and yeah, he's a a, a very famous architect um, in Austin and around Texas. And that house just looks so normal on the outside, and then it's so wild on the inside. Secret passageways, there's a belfry, and they put a plastic bat so they could say there's a bat in the belfry, and (laughs) just everything you can imagine. Uh, And it is like five lead star, powered totally by solar, just such an incredible earth-friendly building. Um, and then inside, you're just like, whoa, what is going on in here? It's like a renaissance festival slash traveling back in time. I love it, it because if you want to tell someone to go to hell, like, you know, <laughs> there's thing that we're talking Let about. Show you, the fire you know how we always, you like on, on soap operas, they have someone throw the glass in the fire? Yeah. Well, which is how <laughs> I set my carpet on fire in my trash can I yes. did, you see, as a kid years ago. Like, I'm like... It. People would throw things, set something on fire, and then mine was plastic, and it melted to the carpet. And that was not – I wasn't popular as a child but doing that. But if you just – you at that big, you know, here's the big mouth, and 
I mean, he's like, Rawr! you know, and you just want to say, go to hell, and you could throw a glass and, like, curse someone's name. Like, you could totally <laughs> do it. your own spell. Sorry, I'm, like, crazy weird. But that's the thing. Your book gets us all, like, I think it makes people go into their subconscious a little bit going through it. Do you see that on the tours when people tour and see the homes? Does it kind of... Because some of this stuff is like there's some freaky stuff in there that would scare people. <laughs> but do you see people kind of like, I'm really into this. Like there's like this yeah. other layer that they haven't tapped into yet. Yeah, they definitely get their desire gets sparked to change things in their home. I mean, mine does when I see it. There's some elements in my own home that I saw from when we just go to scout these homes and I'm like, huh. I'm going to go home and I'm going to build all these bookshelves in our house, just like uh, one of our ladies, Valerie has. And I mean, it is funny. And you start to, because you're around these homeowners and you do, you pick up different things. And it's, uh, I think every single person that comes on this tour could pick up something from, they're not, they're weird, but there are certain elements in there that you could add to your home that would look amazing and Mm -hmm. you wouldn't necessarily have a weird home. So. Yeah, I have to say the first home that I purchased, I painted the bedroom in all clouds on the ceiling and all the walls. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so when you woke up, you were outside, but you weren't really outside, but you looked (laughs) like you were outside. And the dare was to paint the floor also. So that's in clouds. (laughs) And I couldn't make myself do it because it was hardwood floors. And then I always regretted it because then it would be so cool. You'd be just floating always. I think think the weird Mm -hmm. homes, like it's kind of like going on the Vegas Strip in some weird way. Like it is. (laughs) I mean, you know, come on, Liberace had a weird home. Like he did. Seriously. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. No, he did. Like he I, that would be like that. You, he's got books on it. But the um, I was going to say in Mexico, we lived in Mexico for a little while, and mm. we rented this house on the beach, and it was That's a crazy cool. time because we were there to take care of my grandparents, and there was it was just a crazy one of those weird times in your life that everything stops. You need to you, kept going, you have to really? move your life right now to Mexico, <laughs> and there was this house, and it was called the House of the Dead Seal. So yeah. most people won't move into a house like but that. But that was named after the Doors. The Doors, so. and there's a song in the Doors. Uh, yeah. It's going the live album, the double one, and um, there's it's in there, and so mm-hmm. and. This was the weirdest house. You could walk downstairs, oh. and it was like you're at the oh, under the sea. Yeah. So the living room, and we took this place. None of us could. We had too many of us, but we all we took it because the the living room was the ocean. So weird. So we all decided to live in that because we're all artists and stuff, you know. So we were weird, and and it was like this weird thing. And there were skeletons hanging on the <laughs> on the you know on the uh, fence outside, and you know then you go in. And then they, she had, the, the lady who owned it at one point left her library, and there was her journal, and I would sit there and get my wine out at night and read her journal, and there was all this Jim Morrison stuff, and I'm like, no way. She, and then she talked about meeting him in Ensenada, where we were. But she might have. And I don't know if it's true or not. It but was crazy every, cool. Every room in that house was painted a different color, a different theme. and it wasn't like a soft pink. It was like hot pink, royal blue. Mm. Royal purple. Everything was like straight out of the paint can with no mixing, tonal, anything. And, and we've mm. lived in two houses like that, one in Peter Martzburg mm. in South Africa and one in Mexico, where when you, like, don't come home drunk because as you go from room to room, it's a physical shock. Yeah. 
it's yeah. wild. Yeah. The, yeah, y'all that, would have totally been on our tour. <laughs> I, I just, this is so, I'm so, ex- I can't tell you how excited we are about this because it's like you go through, I, I want to go on a tour. I really wish I was in Austin. Um, do you see, I know on your website and weirdhometours.com, everyone go there. Do you see, you talk about uh, Austin, you talk about Portland, um, New Orleans, Houston. Are you going to do actual physical tours and are more books coming out? Because we, I'm ready for the next one, but I also want to do a tour. <laughs> great, uh, <laughs> great question. So, uh, yes, uh, you know, we're, we're not one to do virtual VR tours uh, just yet. I'm sure we'll figure that out down the line. We actually mm. have filmed one of our houses in virtual reality, and that house is now gone, unfortunately. <gasps> so you can kind of still go oh. and put a little headset on. But at least it's still there. The, the heart is there. Yeah. So That's it's, right. It's, That's right. And and uh, But, yes, all physical locations. So this year um, we'll be in Austin, Houston, New Orleans, uh, Detroit, and Portland. And uh, I think, you know, it took us a while to write this book, to find a publisher. You can imagine yeah. um, uh, coffee table books are, are not the cheapest thing to put out. No, and it's no, kind of a, get that. its own art form. Yeah. And yeah. and we love Skyhorse. Uh, they're out of New York. They're one of the, the first people we pitched. And, and we talked to a couple of different publishers. And they were the best ones out there that we loved. And, and we love what, how the book is done and how it came mm. out. And so, absolutely, we'd love to do a book in each of our cities. Um, I, I Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. If you served in the Vietnam, Gulf War, or post-9-11 eras, you may be eligible for expanded VA benefits. A new law known as the PACT Act provides disability compensation, health care, free toxic exposure screenings, and more to veterans who are exposed to toxins during their military service. You can submit a claim for your PACT Act-related benefits now. Claims received by August 10, 2023 may be paid back to August 10, 2022. Visit va.gov/pact to learn more and file your claim. I think that depends on how many we sell. So hopefully we're uh, yeah. getting the word out and getting people to Buy go out book, and say, people. yes, this is cool. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> please, please visit Amazon or your local bookstore and, and pick it up. And, and then we'll get to write more and more of them. Well, one so thing, too, you go get the book and then you go to the paint store and go crazy and, and go to go home right. and get wild. Go to every flea market <laughs> totally. and go crazy. And, but but I think also um, the inspiration is really cool because there's a lot of people with their collections. But some of the stories in there that I truly, Nancy and I both are, you know, we're we're yeah. into what can we do environmentally? What can we do solution wise? And I think the dumpster project one was, uh, I mean, that's amazing. To that me. was probably one of the most important things when there was a lady who also mm-hmm. built her earth house you know yeah i love um, that yeah so these things were like teaching us like hey this is how we can look to the future especially with affordable it went with your affordable housing your whole mm-hmm. plan of what you're doing so the dumpster project was cool because he your professor got in your book twice <laughs> he did he snuck in there Tell it. Tell everybody. Yeah, it's kind of how it was interesting. 
Yes. Well, it's cool to see how it evolves because I kind of noticed that. I'm like, oh, I'm sure if he had not, you know, done this experiment of living in a dumpster for a year on his college campus to teach people <laughs> about, you know, sustainable living and small homes, <laughs> it would have never evolved and grown into this casita idea of smaller homes stackable that people can buy that are affordable. And so it was so cool to just kind of notice that the other, you know, just the other day, I just kind of had that epiphany, like, oh my gosh, I'm sure some people have probably just dawned on them right away, but I was like, oh my gosh, had he not done this dumpster experiment of living in it, he would have never grown into developing this whole line of sustainable homes for people. So we had to feature both. And it was really cool. I mean, and I, I, how cool is he to be your professor and, and people can actually go, this dumpster is still on the college campus and they can rent it out and cool. sit in it for a few nights to get that experience. Um, <laughs> and, and you can send a few people in there. We, we all crawled in there. There was like four of us. It was a little tight, but, you know, it was fun. Well, he also said in that, you know, where he ended up, he said one of the, the things he took away from that was that you're not so much living in your house, you're living on the outside. So mm-hmm. he got to know his community yes. more, yes. which I thought was so cool. Exactly. Yeah, he wasn't laying in his Lazy Boy watching Netflix anymore because you don't have that luxury in that small of a home. So you actually get outside and do more things and know more people. And, I mean, that's definitely, I think, a healthier attitude to have. You know, it's it's interesting to us because we lived in Africa for a while, and we lived with two different tribes in Kenya, and we lived in South Africa. And it, the the uh, we are American, both of us born in California. But when we left this country and went to a, a whole different style of thinking and living, there's an adjustment period. We will admit that. Uh, but we found the. Um, that you did live more outdoors and you were more social, not on the internet, because I'm talking about a time when we didn't even have the internet. Um, mm-hmm. And and you you talked to people, you got to know people. Didn't mean you liked everybody, but everybody <laughs> got along, and you were more outside. The indoors really was more for sleeping. Mm. It, you know, and you were mm. living more outdoors than indoors, and the whole thing was more social. Then when we came back to this country, the culture shock, everybody's like, oh, you're going to go to Africa, culture shock. The culture shock was worse coming from Africa to the States than it was from going from the States to Africa, just because of the housing and the way people lived. The lack of community, village. I mean, even now with social media, you're still indoors on a computer. You're not talking to people face-to-face. Right. It's right. It's that connection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so important. I, I think – go ahead. I, I think that's the beauty, though, of our tour and maybe even mm. versus what Shelley and I – do for our other jobs or other pursuits that we're just interested in is there something about being able to go on the tour yourself mm-hmm. and not tell people who you are and just kind of watch people's faces, right? Like there's this very Alice through the looking glass moment that happens and you see this in people's faces when they walk in mm-hmm. and, you know, they see the fire pole and the statues and the slides <laughs> and, and everything else that's going on in the background. Um, you know, has just been crazy to see, and, and they're just so excited by it. And we kind of love that and, and do call that the Allison looking glass moment. 
Mm, I think it's I it's so it. important, and I, I just I love it because I think it really promotes individuality and being yeah. who you are. And so much we get into this thing of oh, we need to do what society always says. What and yet the homeowners association thing. I think every community <laughs> has a weird society, and it's not necessarily weird. It's about being who you are, and expressing instead of you know being the bottled in and oh, we're supposed to do it this way. You know, I think. It's just, it's beautiful to me. Whether or not you like the weirdness or can connect to it, it doesn't matter. It's about that, that individualism of this is how I want to live. If you don't like it, don't, don't, don't live in my don't, house. Don't live here. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so when, how do the homeowners feel about the tours? Do they all stay there or do they talk to people or do they not want to? Like, how, how does that work for them? Yeah, they all, they, we, when we sign on these homes, we definitely let them know that part of the tour is being there with your home and answering Mm -hmm. questions. And because, Mm -hmm. and I, that idea stemmed from, we went on a modern homes tour and sometimes by the end of those tours, they're fun, but you can't remove all the houses just lump as one in your brain. And Mm -hmm. one of the homes, because usually the homeowners, they send them away. So one of the homes that year we went, that homeowner was actually there and answering all these questions and I was like oh my god I remember this home because mm-hmm. all the design elements he told us what where they came from and how he was so inspired by them and I said David we need mm-hmm. to have the homeowners there this is their art and they are a part of this home and so yes. it makes people's days to be able to talk to them and ask them and, and it is tiring for the homeowners but they get so much love from all the people coming through the tour and they they can't express enough gratitude at the end of the day because they're not used to having so many people appreciate their home. And and, and so it's a win-win. I think that's really cool cool because they also get to say, this is why I do it. And I think that's a neat thing, you know, having Mm -hmm. that, that connection with people and getting them to understand like, you know, Hey, we're being who we are. We have some kind of, you know, interesting thing. And I think what's also interesting is the amount of people that have traveled. So, you know, it seems like Austin, from from the book, it seems like Austin is like a traveling, creative community. Mm-hmm. Is that would you say that? I mean, the only time I've been to Austin is driving through in the rain. In the rain <laughs> on a Fourth of July. Crazy at night from Louisiana. I did the whole drive. I drove from middle of Louisiana wow. to to southern Arizona at one time, which was crazy. Um, but it happened. And you guys had fireworks going, and I kept looking at the fireworks. I was like, don't pull over. But you had that beautiful, you know, your Capitol building and everything. But um, is it a – it seems like such a creative community, you know, with the music, obviously, and everything. But how is it now? What is the balance like when you look at the weird homes versus, you know, regular homes? Yeah, it's a great it's a great question. So we're we're the live music capital of the world, and I know you're going to have some some music on later, so we're excited yeah. about that. And um, we've always prided ourselves that, and Austin's this college town that really came alive in the '50s and the '60s, and just had a ton of the counterculture move here. And that counterculture of the '60s and '70s, of course, were artists and free spirits and architects yeah. and people who just thought differently. Um, than the rest of us do, which we loved. And, and that grew and grew and grew. And then that turned into the 80s of Keep Austin Weird. And so we have that kind of live music capital of the world fame, the Keep Austin Weird fame. And, you know, it's funny because I think as a city, 
uh, we're wrestling with that. We're also the fastest, we're the number two fastest growing city in the United States. So we do get out and travel and go places, but more than often people move here. And so houses pricing go up. Jobs are harder mm-hmm. to find. Our mm-hmm. traffic is horrible. We have giant, mm-hmm. very um, corporate, you know, um, entities being created here and founded here and tech, 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 just tons of technology. Yeah. And that goes directly against Keep Austin Weird. Um, a lot of times those folks don't want to see that funky art car uh, parked next to their Lamborghini, right? Oh, and, I do. And, because <laughs> I, I, I have and, one. And I have so a Lamborghini kind of, in my back pocket. No, no. You know, but I was just thinking about the <laughs> and so kind of like, are like, no, no, no more weirdos. Yeah, but you've got your mayor likes you. Your mayor's on your side. <laughs> he does. He does. He's on the cover. And and I, that's just it. We're all wrestling. Are we that old, funky, oh. interesting Austin? Are we the new Austin? And, oh. and the truth is, is we're something that's, um, in between both of those, because, hey, Shelly and I love technology. We're running a very yeah. technology-enabled business yeah. and, you know, social media and Instagram yeah. and YouTube. Yeah. And our homeowners love to promote their art and want to sell their art, right? They're capitalists, mm. too. And it's interesting. We can all get along and all play in the same space. Absolutely. Um, we just got to figure out the uh, the traffic around here, right? We're in the business of digital magazines yeah, and right. podcasts and all that. So we get that part. I mean, it's there. Use it for sure. But why? there's something about America that goes into this either or. Yeah. You mm. know, and in other countries, it's like, well, let's just see, you know, but here seems for whatever reason, maybe it's because our political parties are red and blue. Well, let's get some purple. You know, why do we have to be either or all the time? Yeah, Shelly, can you do my hair yeah. in purple? Cool. <laughs> totally. I can, we've yeah, got several so shades of that ready to go. <laughs> there, is that, there is that either or attitude here that's very strong. Mm-hmm. And, and it's um, too bad. Maybe it's because we're new, because we're the new kids on the block countrywide. Mm. Maybe that's what it is. People forget we're a new, new country mm-hmm. compared to other cultures who have been through there, we're new, and now we're like whatever. Yeah. And, you know. I don't it's, know. It's it's interesting. It's interesting, and I think that the arts are so, and how we live in that creative mm. side, I think that's what's so important about keeping that alive, which you are both doing so awesomely. And mm. I'm so glad you. about your book because that can go out and inspire everyone. If, if people don't get to Austin or, or Portland or New Orleans or Houston, which everyone, they're all fabulous cities. You've got you to gotta go. Um, I know we can't wait to really go <laughs> hang out in Austin. And I don't know. I just want to go hang out and do, I don't know, the music apparently. Mm-hmm. And, you know, apparently really good barbecue. I, you know, there's like oh, yeah. there's, And you got rivers and water and all kind. You know, it's cool. It's swampy out there. They have um, dinosaurs with plants on their back. Oh, that's the thing. <laughs> I know. I want to go and buy toys and put things in it like but it's weird doesn't toy joy yeah, in the hiking boots yeah but that's what i that's have right. i have mm-hmm. hiking boots that i've been using for five years that are going to have weird things come out of them they're going to have succulents planted in them okay i want to ask well, each of you go ahead yeah, yeah I, I was just going to say when you guys come down we'll we'll go um for barbecue for lunch we'll go to okay. toy joy which is our world famous weird toy store that oh, paul rubens of Pee Wee herman fame loves 
and oh. then we'll uh, take you to uh, maybe one of our weird homes and get you a personal tour. How about yeah. that? Oh, we would love awesome. that. We would love that. We would love that. Just Austin, name I, the I, time. I just, <laughs> well, it's happening because we're going to Natchitoches, and we're, we've got this thing, and then we're doing Natchez Trace up to Kentucky so we can go have bourbon. Because apparently that's, the, that's, the, that's the thing we get at the end. <laughs> like you get that person at the Love end. It. But we have no problem with travel at all. But, yeah, Austin is like, it's just like this thing, you know, that you've got to do. And I think Tucson is like a baby Austin in a way, and I, I can't say that really because I haven't done Austin, but Tucson has that, you know, creative blend of people. And, and that's why we're the big blend because it is about having the cowboy and – uh, the creative and you know cowboys are creative too so it's like that blend with I think what you have in Austin it's cool so I hope you can do come do a weird tour here because there's weird homes here I know they are oh well did it, they <laughs> gotta go oh, yeah. there nine well, palms I know twenty nine palms great we're gonna put that on the list mm-hmm. twenty nine twenty nine palms in in California is the whole place is just you have weird. to go to the whole Joshua Tree area because there's people with um. It's with weird. a thing called buttercup, which is a yeah. mushroom lit up with dildos, and it rotates. Oh wow! <laughs> and then you have a crochet, like a house of a crochet. crochet no, museum. I know. It's, all I can say, that is an interesting place. You know, have houses made out of glass bottles and all kinds of things. It's yeah. crazy out there. That's and the, you've got and to go the to. what do you call it? the Integratron that contacts yeah. twirls around and contacts aliens. It's gotta cool. Go. So I want to know. Oh if, wow. You could babysit or house sit. I call it babysit because, like, these ha- homes are treasured places with all these treasures and goods in them. And the one lady that mm-hmm. allows kids to run rampant is awesome. Um, I love every single person in in that book. Everyone, go get it. Um, if you could house it or babysit for a weekend, and they hand you the keys and said, "This is yours for the weekend," which home would you choose? So we'll oh, start with that's you, Shelly. That's a great question. We haven't been asked that before. Yeah, because usually we get asked, what's your favorite home? And mine is Casa Neverlandia. However, it has no AC or, I mean, oh. it has no central air, so I probably wouldn't want weekend keys to it. Sorry, James. Um, <laughs> um, the Probably the Johnson Chronister Manor, which is the house that looks like the castle, the one we were mm. talking about earlier with the yeah. big mouth for the fire, that the yes. fireplace is a big mouth on this, like, man and – I would love to have the keys to that to just explore all the little rooms and look at every single book they have. I mean, it's just a beautiful, beautiful place, and it has such a good energy, and it feels so open. That, to me, it, it, it's weird, but it's just, I don't know, there's a great energy to it. So that would that would be my pick. Okay, mm-hmm. and, and would you go and do the throw the glass in there with, like, a little sherry and go, go to hell? No, yes, I would love to do that. <laughs> I know, with a British accent, go to hell, you bloody bastard, and throw it and in there. And then my luck, I would end up burning their house know. down. So. <laughs> yeah, you got to be careful. Yeah, you got to be careful what you put in right. the glass. <laughs> Can't blow it up. Can't blow it up. So, David, what about you? Uh, so I'm going to go with two, um, and great question. I think I would want to go stay in the dumpster for the weekend. I think that oh. would be – just oh. fun, it's a little curled up, little nestled space, like a dog in a crate or something. Yeah, they'll lay in the fetal position somewhere. Is <laughs> that what then, you're telling me? <laughs> and then walk, uh, you know, walk to the bars on the east side and go visit some friends that live over there. It'd be a cool little uh, crash pad. And then like there's that. a house that there's a house that we're just adding this year for VIP. 
Um, and so it's not in the book, uh, but you guys and everybody listening can Google it. It's called The Bloom House, B-L-O-O-M-H-O-U-S-E, mm-hmm. The Bloom House, Austin, Texas. And it is just this fantastically groovy, late 70s um, mushroom house that looks like cool. it grew up out of the forest cool. floor in the middle <laughs> of West uh, Austin, up in kind of our hills and our forest area. And the folks building it were just these architects who were like, we're done with this modern square look. What is yeah. the opposite of Soviet indus- industrial buildings and gray and, yeah. and dark colors? We are going to build a house where there are no straight lines. Everything Yay. is a circle or a mushroom Yay. or a twist. And, and that's on our house. That's on our VIP tour for this year for the Austin tour. Oh. But, yeah, folks listening can just Google Bloom House Austin, Texas, and, and you'll see photos of it everywhere. I love that. No square line, like straight lines. We that. that in Africa, yeah. all the homes were round, the rendezvous, mm-hmm. um, because the square corners hide evil spirits. So if your house is round, oh. and you snakes. don't have any. That's cool. And snakes. See how that works? Snakes. Yeah, snakes <laughs> and snakes it. again. Black mamba. Open oh, the laundry yeah. house. Corners area. I remember as a kid, and I open up the door, and there's a black mamba right up in the corner, yeah, like see. of the door frame thing, just all like. Whoa. <laughs> like no. If you don't have corners, you don't have things that can hide. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and so I, if I was going to build a house, I would do it round, circular. I love that. I love the mushrooms love too. It. That's yeah. kind of like Norwegian, like almost. Yeah, or I love yurt. that. <laughs> oh, we like your. Oh, I like. I'm into mm. that. I'm into that. Like the earth home that you have in there too. It's like. Yeah, that's it, exactly what I was thinking of when you said that. Mm. That would be the perfect one for you. <laughs> I would live in that. I would live in that. I would go beyond house sitting. I would live in it very easily, and I'd be like, <laughs> and yeah. I would paint all the walls. Yeah, for sure. And I'd grow mushrooms. Love it. Okay, so we kept talking about your tour. So April 21st is your fifth annual Weird Homes tour of Austin. Have I got the date right for that? That is correct. Cool. Everyone, that you can get out there, go do it. If you can't get to Austin, go get the book because it is just—it's mind blowing. It's so cool. And get some paint. And any—if you're a collector, if you're a collector of anything, you're gonna like this book. Wouldn't you guys say that too? It's for people that collect stuff. Like American Pickers, if they went to any of these homes, they would like. Oh. They they would totally. get it. One hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. It's yep. any kind yep. of collector. And, and- and any uh, TV producer out there listening, um, please come talk to us. We, <laughs> oh, we are yeah, very much would... open for a, uh, oh. a Weird Homes Tour TV show on Netflix or somewhere that else. That would be <laughs> awesome. Oh, you should. They that need to. They have, so they have cool. one on Netflix on hotels, and, I, and it's like commercial. Oh, we love like, that show. On. Love that Oh, come show. on. But that. you guys could be better. You could be better. You could do <laughs> this better. <laughs> they would be really good on that. Like, I'm just saying. Okay, so you saw it on Netflix. Thank but you. actually, Yeah, because we saw it. It was there, and I'm like, is that commercial? Commercial? Like, no, but you're like, it's cool. I think that'd be do awesome. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Because Netflix yes, said they, they're running out of material. So, well, good. Put that out into the universe yeah. for us. And, <laughs> and it'll listen to this and come and find us. That's it. So uh, before you go, I, I'm going to play music, but Shelly, I have a question. So <laughs> yeah. this whole weird home tour thing, like, you know, all of our interviews over the years, and we have had hairstylists on the show, and we've talked about, like, 
there's the whole hair show thing where people go crazy with the weird hairstyles. Just like when you look at fashion runways and you go, like, really, is anyone going to wear that? Maybe where the right? person had the surfboard put in her yeah. hair. Yeah. So, like, when you do the weird home tours and you put that and you look at these homes, do you ever transport that to hair? Oh, my gosh. I don't really. You know, it's funny. I, that's I, I, I'm always, you have I, it's, I'm probably, I think I unconsciously everywhere I go look at things and I think my brain probably, I'll, I look at everyone's hair and I, I'm not judging it. People are always scared I'm judging their hairdos. It's so funny, but I do look at it and probably subconsciously or unconsciously it does translate and I think about things like that. But no, I haven't, can never say it's like actually made my work different from looking at a weird home, but that, that is funny to think about. But you're now you're going to go get a home and build it in the shape of a beehive. Yeah, see, there yeah, you go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I, want, I want hair cutters, so when we come to Austin, I want to come hang out with you because I'm scared. I'm terrible about going to the hair salon and, and like, anything, any, like, I'm, can I drink champagne and, like, come see you and then put, put a color <laughs> in? And we have complimentary wine. You're all good. <gasps> oh, <laughs> God, no wonder oh, you're so successful. <laughs> that is so good. Okay, so we're going to play some special music for you from Austin, Texas. Um, we have to, like, put the musical ambassador of Austin, Texas yeah. on, Shelly King, because she's Shelly, see? Um, she mm. is the first woman appointed by the Texas legislator to be, uh, to represent the state as its official Texas state artist. And Shelly King is her name, and she and rocks, she's cool. and she's been on our show for years. And um, so we wanted to play some of her music, and um, I'm going to call her and tell her to go play a tour. <laughs> she needs to go on a tour because she's dig this. Um, but we're going to play a song. She's got an album out called uh, Fan Faves that just came out this year. She's got a new album coming out this spring. See, in time for the house tour, just saying Austin's happening. Uh, but this is called Call of My Heart, and it's, it's you know, it talks about going home. And doing what your heart says. So I thought that that would be a perfect match for you guys. So thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. It was amazing. You guys take care. Enjoy your tour. We'll see you when we get to Austin. Everyone, weirdhomestour.com. Go get the book again. uh, It it is out through Skyhorse Publishing. Give them a shout-out for doing this. Uh, You can get on Amazon, your local bookstore. The book, again, is Weird Homes, The People and Places That Keep Austin Strangely Wonderful. Again, from David J. Neff and his wife, Shelly Neff. Uh, Go get it. And uh, here it is, Call of My Heart from Shelly King. Go to her website, ShellyKing.com. That's an E-Y for Shelly because that's how she likes it. That's right. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you.
Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.